Welcome to the ITAD Talk Podcast with your host, Jeff Bittner. Our guest this afternoon on ITAD Talk is Aaron Zepper, and he's the CEO of DMD Systems Recovery, a Tempe, Arizona-based ITAD company focused on the Fortune 5000 across data center, end-user compute, and mobility asset classes. Uh, they are NAID, uh, AAA certified R2, and also a B corporation that's committed to balance profit and purpose. And Aaron has led services, sales, marketing, and operation in operations organizations at numerous technology companies, including MDSL, Tech Data, STG, a Data Center Services Company, and Insight. So I'd like to welcome you to the show this morning, Aaron. Thank you. How you doing? Good, good. So, um, yeah, I've got a few questions I uh, thought we could start with, and then we can just kind of see where it goes. But um, uh, I thought where we might start is with a transition from getting your bachelor's in finance at ASU to being a senior sales manager at I- IBM back in 2002. Could you tell me a little bit about your introduction to sales in the tech industry? Absolutely. So, um, so after graduating, uh, I didn't do much with a finance degree. I spent time waiting tables, bartending, uh, the fun things you want to do in your 20s and traveling. Uh, at some point, I ended up you know, going to a job fair, job interview, and it was you know, billed as going to sell, work for IBM and, and do sales for IBM. It was actually a business process outsource company that was a call center. And so I jumped right into working in a call center, and uh, basically this company helped IBM set up their direct-to-business sales organization. So it was 100% outsourced uh, from IBM as they went to go compete against Dell in the late 90s. Uh, we just picked up the phone, started selling PCs, laptops, and uh, servers to hmm. different companies. Uh, wow. The program grew tremendously from $0 in sales to over a billion oh in a handful gosh. of years. Wow. Um, which gave me the opportunity as, you know, as you, one of the first sales reps in, you do well. Well, hey, hey, we need sales managers. Okay, go manage a team and then go manage a division. And so that's really how I got into sales. I enjoyed it. I loved it. And um, I haven't looked back too much since in, from the technology or the sales side. Okay. Well, that's a really um, uh, interesting and exciting story. Um, how, how did your approach to sales change as you transitioned from IBM uh, through Insight to Tech Data? It's, it's interesting. My approach hasn't changed too much. Um, there's been some nuances and, and shifts over the years. But um, the person who uh, was our sales director, my first sales director, and someone who I still see frequently, was a big Sandler fan. And the approach was understand at this point and was it's really like understand what the pain is, understand what the problem is. And if you don't understand what the problem is, um, if the customer doesn't have a problem or they don't even have a perceived problems, you, you know, you're not out there trying to sell them on something. And instead, it's you, you have a solution that helps with uh, the problems. So there's lots of different sales methodologies, you know, around uh, question based selling. There's, other, you know, um, Sandler, there's spin, there's all these different methodologies, but really they focus on understanding the client, understanding what kind of solutions you can bring and, and how you either alleviate pain or, or create a better environment. Um, so I think that's always been at the root. Um, over the years, uh, with Challenger sales was pretty, uh, you know, started gaining popularity. I understood, started like, how do you go take that question-based selling? How do you take that Sandler approach 
and then really differentiate yourself uh, by providing new insights and perspectives. And so I think that may be the, the biggest change I've seen is, is coming more on, uh, well, here's, here's a different way to look at the problem, or here's an insight that no one else is sharing. Um, but other than that, I think it's, it's pretty rooted in, you know, just trying to, trying to help solve problems. Okay. That's great. That uh, sounds like um, a, a great way to sell that uh, kind of answers a, a customer's uh, pain point and, and what the customer really needs. So how did the transition to VP at Tech Data go? And what were some of the biggest lessons learned when you were managing 130 employees there? Uh, well, so I'll back up a little bit, and I'm not sure how long we're going to spend together, but I can spend hours on uh, lessons learned there okay. as you go through it. Um, but I went to work for a uh, data center services company called STG in 2011. Um, and that company, you know, uh, funny enough, uh, the owner of that company, uh, the son, his son is the owner of DMD. And so that's ultimately how I ended up at DMD. So I've known the family for uh, well over a decade now. But uh, I went to work for that company and it was the idea of just growing it. Um, and, and it was just in an industry that was taking off and there was so much need um, as the cloud was starting to get popularized, popularized, co-location was getting popularized. And so we did services uh, on site in data centers and co-op facilities, help people with virtualization, uh, data migration, storage migration, things like that. Um, and as the company grew, we ultimately ended up being acquired by tech data. So mm. I came in there with that team. And then um, over the years, Tech Data made other acquisitions. We grew, we shrank, we recombined, we did, you know, a number of other things. But that was the the real transition, and it went from, you know, a very free, flexible organization into one that had a lot more governance, compliance standards, um, and then candidly, a little bit more bureaucracy. And you know, there was this pendulum swing going back and forth of hey, we're going to get a lot of freedom to go execute and, you know, with services, well, there's a big difference between selling the same, uh, you know, uh, EMC storage array there, you know, when you order a certain part number, that's what you're going to get. If you order 50 drives, you're going to get 50 drives. There's a big difference when you go on site to deliver a service project. You know, oh, wait a second, we forgot to tell you there's no loading dock. Oh, wait, we forgot to tell you it's on the third <laughs> right. story and you can't get the yellow. I mean, yeah. there's no such thing as, hey, you get the box and you ship it and there, you're done. Like, the, the project really starts when you deal with all the uncertainty. Um, and so I think there was a learning on both sides from tech data and from our organization of what services is and what are the constraints and, and how do you add compliance and standardization over that. And so we got a lot better as a um, organization within tech data on implementing standards, uh, creating better compliance, better guides. And at the same time, I think it helped them to, to see a little bit differently uh, the flexibility necessary to be great. Um, but I, I mean, I'm happy to go. There's probably 20 ways we can go in that. And if there's other areas you want to explore, that's like, well, there's, well, there's so, so many lessons. Well, so is DMD still owned by Tech Data then, or is it independent? No, no, no sorry. Tech Data uh, bought STG. So that, oh, that's, oh that's sorry. Okay, sorry. Uh, okay. You know, funny enough, the, the owner's son has had uh, DMD for 25 years. And so as I was looking for something else to do, it really was just a good time in my life of what I'm doing, what I'm interested in. Um, this gets back to a lot of the purpose piece of it um, and, and the, the culture of it. Um, and so that's how I ended up there. But uh, it was his father's company that then became uh, part of Tech Data. Um, and then they, when they uh, bought the Abnet 
organization. Uh, they merged of all the services groups. So you had all the, I don't know, what are, 12 acquisitions that Abnet made in the services area that were kind of whittled down to six, I believe. Um, and then so we rolled all those organizations together in 2017, I think, beginning of 2017. Um, and so they're all still part of, I think it's Tech Data Global Lifecycle Management Services or GLM. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, is there anything else that you wanted to touch on that you learned there? Um, I mean, I've got some other questions, but if you thought there was anything that, that would be of, of value to our listeners. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess the other thing I take away, and this is probably on a personal side, is really understanding, you know, on your own journey of, of what fits your personality, what kind of organization you want to work for, um, and, and what their mission is that really t- and tie that back to you personally to, to see you know, how much pleasure you're going to have in that business or to, to see where you want to devote your time. And I think that it's ended up being career advice that I've shared with a lot of individuals over the last mm. five years is, you know, you got, if you really decide what fits what you're, you want right now, like list those attributes out um, and, and then find an organization that fits because there was, there's a lot of our teammates that ended up there. I mean, they love it. And they're still there. And it was the greatest thing ever. And for other teammates, it wasn't. But it really got back down to, you know, what kind of environment they thrived in. And so that really, you know, even just added to myself the opportunity. It just gave a a different view, a different perspective. Okay. All right. And um, what was the transition like going from data center services at Tech Data to selling uh, SaaS and maintenance management at at CloudCover? Yeah, so it was was pretty similar. So, um, Cloud Cover was a um, a tool and a customer at Tech Data, so I'd known those those guys for quite a while, um, and it ties into the, the third party maintenance and data center services. Um, and so that was just an opportunity to do something different. And one of the lessons I learned over at Insight from a, a gentleman as I was looking to leave Insight back in uh, 20, 2010, 2011 was I'd come from a hardware software sales background. Uh, okay. and, as, and as you go from, he's like, you know, you know, get it. My only advice to you is get into an industry where uh, the margins are better. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you're working on single digits, low double digits margins, right. there's different constraints on the business. So I'm like, oh, services, that's great. Uh, you you go there, there's a different different set of problems. Don't get me wrong, uh, but you know, there's greater margin that can help you uh, accommodate some of that. And then as I was leaving services, it was like, well, hey, what's better margins than services? Well, it's software. Um, and, and it's not easy being a startup, don't get me wrong, but at the same time, uh, you, you know, like once you've created the software, the incremental cost to create another, to, you know, to sell another version of it or sell another copy is, is pretty low. And so um, it was just a nice opportunity, you know, uh, another opportunity to go try something new, which led me ultimately to MDSL as well, which was another SaaS company. Interesting. Okay. Um, so are you guys using an uh, e an ERP software there? Um, at DMD? Yes, correct. Yeah, we are. We use uh, McCore. Okay. All right. Just kind of curious. All right. And um, so what prompted you to get into ITAD and how do you feel about, or how, how do you feel that your, ex- your prior experience shaped your ability to succeed in this industry? So a couple things. So I went to a company called MDSL. Uh, that company was sold at the end of 2019. Um, as we went through that transition from PE group to a different PE group, um, it just wasn't going to be back to this 
what kind of environment do I want to be in? It wasn't going to be a long-term fit for me. And so at that point, uh, and that was, you know, kind of back to that lesson learned at Tech Data is I'd rather change now. Like there's no reason to drag it out. There's no anything else. So I started saying, what, you know, what was next for me? Um, it wasn't looking to get into ITAD necessarily. Um, I did want to stay in the, the Phoenix area. There's a couple different things. And it just so happened I was going out to meet uh, Morris, the owner of DMD for coffee, which we had done occasionally throughout the years. And he's, we started talking about his business and some of the changes that he was looking to make um, with, with the leadership there. Um, ultimately, I'm like, this is, you know, and really got back to the cultural and value side of it. I'm like, this is really aligned. At first, I thought it was going to be a tough transition. I thought I didn't have a lot of experience. And then I started thinking about it. And the data center services, you know, we, we worked with a lot of ITADs at STG and tech data because we would do the decommissioning. So if you're closing down a colo facility or you're migrating the data or you're setting up a, you know, a backup recovery site, um, we would set that up. We would decom all the equipment. You get it to the dock and then we'd work with some other company that's then taking it off and then disposing of it, repurposing it, whatever the case may be. So I understood a lot of the front end side of it. I didn't understand the processing side, the actual operational aspect. Um, but at the same time, when we went through the uh, tech data avnet uh, acquisition, I ended I ultimately ended up with the old canvas team, uh, a big portion of the old canvas team, especially on the sales mm. side, not on the operation side. But over that time and going to their facilities outside of Atlanta, I got to see the operations. I got to see the processing. I got to see, you know, how the, the, the data erasure went, the redeployment, the stocking, the inventory, all those kind of things. So, you know, I, I didn't really think of it that way, but I had already ran into a lot of the experience. Um, it, it's, there's, been, don't get, there's been a ton of learnings, um, and I feel like I learn something new every day. And many times I feel like, I'm learning something that I probably learned 10 months ago, but I'm relearning it because I forgot it already. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. That's but the true. one thing I will say is, like, I think there's a huge opportunity for the customer experience to improve in ITAT. Um, and I don't think a lot, of, a lot of companies in the industry and in the space have really focused on the customer as much and changing what that experience is for them. Um, and so I think there's a, there's a lot of opportunity there. Um, and I think that there's a lot of opportunity for companies that are really uh, dedicated to making it a better experience. And don't forget, the best way to support ITAD content is to rate and like the show on iTunes, Google, Spotify, or anywhere you might listen.